Welcome listeners to our Oscar series breakdown of Slumdog Millionaire. Welcome to Who Wants to Be a Slumdog Millionaire is a 2008 British drama. It is a loose adaptation of the novel Q&A by Indian author Vikas Swarup, telling the story of 18-year-old Jamal Malik from the Juhu slums of Mumbai. The film was directed by Danny Boyle, written by Simon Beaufoy, Beaufoy with lovely Tandon, credited as co-director. Yeah, the film stars Dev Patel, Frida Pinto, Madhur Mittal, Anil Kapoor. Anil Kapoor. Nice. Irfan Irfan Khan. I feel like you made that joke in the Mission Impossible movie. Really? Yeah. What's the joke? Anil Kapoor. And you're, and you're like, Anil? Oh, you childish bastard. Sneaky anal joke for the win. <laughs> um, music is by A.R. Raman and cinematography by Anthony Dodd Mantle. So Danny Boyle was pretty reluctant to take on the film as he didn't want to make a film about who wants to be a millionaire. However, once he did find out that uh, Simon Beaufoy had written the script because he found out that you know he did the script for The Full Monty, which really? is one of these uh, favourite films. <laughs> is is really the writer of The Full Monty is a reason for someone like Danny Boyle to be like, oh, no, I need to I need to really read this script this time. Well, that was around the same time as Trainspotting and he was an up-and-coming director. So a British film, The Full Monty, was big, really big back then. Have you seen The Full Monty? I haven't. Have you? I saw it when it came out, um, I think, maybe. Yeah. But- yeah, I mean, I remember it being a big deal. Yeah, well, he you know, you know, he loves Robert the film. Carlyle. Yeah, exactly. Who else is in it? See the main one. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one with the cigarette in his hand in the front on the front of yeah. the poster. Yeah. yeah. So of course he decided to look at the script again, and he was pretty impressed by how he managed to weave the multiple storylines from the novel into one narrative, and he decided to take on the project. Yeah, fair enough. So Danny Boyle originally wanted Indian actor Shah Rukh Khan. Now, Hendo, what do you know Shah Rukh Khan from? Uh, he was the original host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the Indian version. Wow. Seems fitting, doesn't it? They should have got uh, Eddie Maguire in there, I reckon. That would have been ridiculous. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Why are you in India, Eddie? <laughs> Why not? Uh, but no, this uh, Shah Rukh Khan was unavailable. How? Like, too bu- surely. Too busy doing millionaire? You got Danny Boyle, this huge. International director saying, listen, I want you, this TV host, to come and be one of the stars in my film. Surely you make yourself available. Nah, too much Bollywood going on. Sorry, mate. (laughs) Funnily enough, the actor who ended up playing the host, Anil Kapoor, was a guest on the show and won 5 million rupees. Not bad. Not bad at all. Did all right. I don't know why he had to uh, keep acting with all those rupees. Well, I did see that the uh, total amount, like the big, the big five dollars. <laughs> you're not, well, you're not that far off it, honestly. What? <laughs> I'm over exaggerating. Six dollars fifty. I'm over exaggerating. The um, the grand total for this film, like the the big prize, is twenty million rupees, which is American four hundred eleven thousand dollars. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's better than five dollars. It sounds better when you say twenty million. Yeah, let's just make the currency like a hundred billion. Like it's two bucks. <laughs> like yen, uh, isn't yen like that? Yeah, it's it's really- <laughs> one hundred fifty-seven thousand HKD. It's like five bucks. Yeah. 
So apparently some uh, viewers were pretty annoyed about the word slumdog in the film, thought it was uh, quite racist sounding. But Danny Boyle did say that it's actually just a combination of the two words describing Jamal as the slum dweller and an underdog. Mm, I don't know about that. It does sound a bit racist. How? Well, he lives in the slums. Yeah, there's, but there's slums I th- everywhere. I mean, in the calling world. someone a dog, underdog, it, yeah, slumderdog. Underdog is probably the only time when calling a person a dog is, you know, somewhat of a positive. But I can I can see why there was uh, uh, questions raised. Should have been called slumderdog millionaire. Slunder slumderdog. Slumderdog millionaire. That is, <laughs> this is why you're not a writer, Hendo. <laughs> you would have seen that That's from me. Like, uh, stick to stick to podcasting, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But this was released on the 12th of November in 2008 with a runtime of 120 minutes with a tagline of what does it take to find lost love? A, money, B, luck, C, smarts, D, destiny. Now, you argue about long taglines not being that good. What do you make of that one? I like it because it's original, Hendo, and it plays to the uh, who wants to be a millionaire theme. It it asks a lot of questions there. And you also know that it's not just about, you know, this smart kid trying to win money. It's about love. Well, what if you don't think it's about that? It's, what if it's about, oh, it's about smarts. It's got to be smart. It's going to have to do with destiny. Fuck destiny. <laughs> <laughs> now, it has a budget of $15 million and in America grossed $141 million and worldwide $378 million. Wow. Yes. That's, I, that's huge. Well, it is an international film. This had no backing from American producers or studios. This was fully international. So the fact that it made so much money worldwide really speaks to that. Yeah. I mean, this is be one of, if not Danny Boyle's most profitable film? I mean, it ha- it would have to be, wouldn't it? It, it would. would. It would have to be. This film got 10 Oscar nominations that year. It's it, huge. It was nominated for Best Original Song for Osea. Which one's that? Do you want me to say the words Osea? It's a, I think it's one of the start when they bring in, when they show the-, the So it's not Jai Ho. It was nominated for Osea. I'm telling you the nominations, the ones ah, that did not win. Ah, wink, I see. Wink. I see. I see where this is going. Yeah, Osea. Yes, and for sound editing, but it won eight Academy Awards that Holy year. Holy shit! Yes, <laughs> it won best sound mixing, best original song for Jai Ho, best original score, best film editing, best cinematography. It was actually the first best cinematography Oscar winner to be predominantly shot in digital. Hmm. Hmm. Best adapted screenplay, best director for Danny Boyle, and of course best picture, beating out. Milk, Frost Nixon, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and The Reader. Coincidentally, it was the four films we've done for this breakdown. Coincidentally, <laughs> not so much. No, not at all. This was actually the first de facto foreign film to win Best Picture since The Last Emperor in 1988, meaning that it was not dealt with through any American studios whatsoever. Have you seen The Last Emperor? You made me watch it. Is it good? No. Who directed The Last Emperor? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> you gave me a, you gave, yeah, it's a punishment. You gave me a back-to-back... English Patient and Last Emperor. Which was better? English Patient. Oh, wow. Just, just. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. This was the 11th and the last movie to win the Academy Award for Best Picture without receiving a single acting nomination as well. This was also ranked number two on Empire's Top Films of the Year in 2009, losing the top spot to Let the Right One In. Oh, the uh, horror. Is yeah, that the original? Yeah, the foreign yeah. vampire-ish yeah. horror. I have seen them both. Yeah, you made me watch that too. Oh, good. Very much like that film. Oh, good. Yeah. Danny Boyle placed the money to be paid to the three lead child actors in a trust that is to be released to them upon their completion of grade school at 16 years of age. The production company has set up an auto rickshaw driver to take the kids to school every day until they are 16 years old. Yeah, I mean, these kids were actually in the slums. Yeah. 
So I imagine the amount of money there they would have received because yes, they would have they'd be sixteen by now, obviously. I don't think so. No, I think this movie's eleven years old. They do you reckon? Yeah, they weren't five. Close to it. They weren't five. Come on, four? (laughs) Not (laughs) no. No, they would be sixteen. Yeah. Um, I, I hope I hope they got looked after. If you look at how much money this film made, and they, those three young kids are fantastic in this. Yeah, well, I went back and watched the the footage of them winning the the best picture. Yeah, and, and everyone was there. Like they brought them over from India for the, nice. the festivities, and they were all up on stage having a great time. It was it was good to watch. I mean, did he send them back to the slums? Did he buy them a house or something? I I read that they actually did. I yeah, because I, I think I read at the time. I actually that think it was Boyle, the Indian government that did it. Oh, I think I think Boyle looked after these people. Well, like you see, he paid for the like yeah. he set it up for a tuition and you know gave him a ride to school every day. Surely he must have sorted out some sort of house. Yeah, <laughs> you would think so. But this is where we normally look at the history of Slumdog Millionaire in the top two hundred and fifty. We did check it out. It, it peaked very high at the start of its start of the list, uh, number thirty four, but. It dropped out of the list five years ago. Five years ago, Hendo. Mr. This is in the top 250 still. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I'm fascinated to see that you've done your research as well. You just take my word. Where's your research? What did uh, you come kind of oh, I just I w- looked it I up, watched, mate. I watched the movie, Hendo. <laughs> that's that's it, my research. That's just the, the power of this movie. We just assumed it was in the top 250 and just went with it. I mean, I'm genuinely surprised it's not in there. Me too. Wow. That, hence why we're like, well, this isn't the top 250. We can do We can do this. I can't believe neither one of us actually checked we never that it bothered. was in there. We're just like, yep, yeah, it's there. It has to be. Wow. So this does have an average of 8.0 over 760,000. Not 760, good enough, 000. Slumdog Millionaire. No. But still the highest out of the five Best Picture nominees that year. Let's see if we think it's the best, <laughs> considering <laughs> we thought it was in the top 250. Let's get into it, mate. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. We thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 